on today's show. We find out if Masterful 27 is 100% moved. Pogo Mali UK is taking a week off, but is still here. We find out whether Coops can answer a question without giving multiple answers. Probably not. And we find out whether I <laughs> finally identify as English again after being in America <laughs> for the last two weeks. Welcome back to Incensed, episode 108. And boys, that's it. The divisive Hoenn tour is finally done. And we'll talk about that later. But now it's time to enjoy the game and a new season. The season of Rising Heroes. How you doing? Doing all right. Thanks very much, mate. I've been having like the sort of last week off. Just relaxing. It's been a mad February. Obviously, we did in Vegas. The Global Home Tour we're going to discuss tonight. And uh, I think a bit of a rest was overly deserved. What about the rest of you guys? Uh, nice. <laughs> I moved in there 100%. 100%. 100%. You've left Way. the van behind because you grew very attached to that van. Van life. Van li- weekend van life. Not not the van life you most people associate with van life. But yeah, I did enjoy being slightly more elevated. But now I've I've ripped it away in. It's an expensive You're hobby. You're a rising hero van in that van. For a weekend. <laughs> Good man. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but no, all done. Oh. GG's. It's a short one, don't worry. <laughs> and Coops, how are you doing, man? I'm good, bro. I, I don't actually know if I've told you a lot, but when this episode is released, I'll be in France doing some skiing, boys. Ooh. Um, have, I t- have, I, have I said that? You haven't. You actually no, haven't, no. no. You, you know, I, I, like, I like to keep the odd secrets from you three, you know? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but I know you can go and get Clefki up a mountain, mate. I, I, there's oh, yeah. one thing I will not be doing <laughs> on my weekend away is playing Pokemon Go, especially not in this season. But anyway, <laughs> Ian, how are you, my other rising... Is it Hero or Star? What's this? What is it? Rising Hero. Rising Hero. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm good. Ready for tonight. We've got a lot to go through because March finally hit... And yeah, it's no surprise that they dropped this depression at the hit, last hit, minute. Hit, so. hit the Great Depression. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The rising heroes is a bit ironic given how dead the season is. The season yeah. is awful. It really is. But uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. What is it? There'll be no recordings for the next month until April. Three months. If only we could get away with being that irregular. We haven't missed a show yet since we launched. But anyway, it's. That time for you too. Pop your incense as champions, let's go. And let us know if you get anything of substance on our growing socials. So TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Campfire, you name it, WhatsApp. Send it however you want to. Using the hashtag Shinies of the Week. Clarify the spelling. That's hashtag S-H-I-N-I-E-S-O-F-T-H-E-W-E-E-K. And now into the body of the show. And now, children, it's time for Getting to Know You with the Incensed Podcast. Nice, simple question, and it comes from a place of love. Now, we all know that the four of us all love traveling to varying degrees. Coops is going skiing. You know what? We all like traveling, but one thing I'd like to know today is what is one... Coops, that's one, not a list of, European (laughs) country that you would like to either visit for the first time or revisit again. 
You know, Ian, I really like this question. It's probably like one of my most favourite questions that you've ever asked. I'll be honest, I've been to some really, really, really amazing places in Europe. I guess I've been quite lucky with life in general. Noise. Okay, I'm going to do a Coop's answer. Can I pick one that I'd revisit and one that I'd like to go to? Can we can we do that? I'll let you, but that wasn't okay. the question. Yeah, I know it wasn't. That's why I politely <laughs> asked you, Ian Waterfall. I even wrote it in the show notes, one. <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. capital letters. And it's in bold as well, isn't it? Capital, bold, <laughs> underlined. Yeah. Yeah, it's like double on. underlined. Yeah, I really <laughs> messed that one up. No, okay, so a country in Europe or a place in Europe that I would love to go to is... this. You know what, yeah, this is really embarrassing because this is somewhere where me and my missus talk about. I don't actually think it's in Europe, but there's one place. Let me check, let me get Google Maps first. Wait, wait, wait. Iceland. <laughs> is Iceland in Europe? Is it? Yes, it is, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God. So if there's one place that I'd love to go to, it's Iceland. I'm like I said, me and my missus, of course, I'm sweating. I've got, I got, I had a hot flush. No, but me and my missus, we talk about it. Obviously, is it Northern Lights and that there? And like I said, you know. Yeah, the, the Aurora Borealis. Yeah. yeah, the amazing, yeah. you know, you can go to like these amazing sort of like pools outside and sort of, you know, like, um, what are they called? Kind Geothermal of like baths. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's always looked quite romantic. So yeah, that that's a place at the moment in my life I would pick. And obviously, I'm not allowed to answer the revisit one so we'll move on to Marky Boy. <laughs> um, just like to say if you looked out your windows on Monday this week you'd have seen the uh, northern mm-hmm. lights down here in the southwest. <laughs> it was uh, pretty much everywhere. The yeah, UK. They came down super far south didn't they? They flipping did but um, no, Coops I'm pleased you picked somewhere in Europe that's always a good start I think, when you're answering a question. Because <laughs> Europe is in bold and highlighted as well. <laughs> I was going to go for somewhere I've been before, but I think it should be somewhere different. I think that that that's something I have mentioned Iceland in the past, but certainly a country I'd like to go to. But I was recently um, shared, it was on TikTok initially, but they, they've got a YouTube channel. And it's about a couple that live up in, in an area called Svalbard. Svalbard, I think it's pronounced. S-V-A-L-B-A-R-D. And Svalbard is an island or a group of islands, which is north of Sweden. So it's it's quite far north. It's mm. parallel to Greenland, and okay. it is one of the most popular. It's the most northerly populated islands on on the planet. And they basically put like it looks picturesque. They've got like really nice fancy place they've built there. The shops there. There's there's, there's obviously there's like a, a population there. But like, I like the idea that people, like when they're walking around, have a gun with them because polar bears might attack them. It's that sort of cross element between oh. having civilization, also being in the wild. I like the idea of going somewhere completely different. And I love Northern Europe. So I will pick Svalbard, Ian. Svalbard is actually part of Norway. <laughs> it is directly above Sweden, <laughs> but it's part of Norway. <laughs> Sorry, Norwegians. It's yours. <laughs> No one's probably going to have heard of it. So we've got two of the Nordic places. Whitfield, what about you, man? So the choices are both excellent, but Thanks. somewhere I think, and it's a very different reason, purely because there is a fantastic driving road in this country and I love a road trip, I would pick Romania oh, for the, the nice. Transfiguration Highway up in the mountains. And having done some road trip bits and pieces and seen some amazing roads, I just I would love to give it a blast on a sunny day. It would be sensational. Plus, you know, I'm sure there are other bits of Romania that would be worth seeing that'll be my pick but uh what about vasafal my answer is probably gonna come as no surprise if you're about to say it was in a james bond film i swear i, swear. I, I actually Noise. am oh <laughs> really my am. god 
So <laughs> o- no over way. the years, this country has featured in many James Bond films, and it's no such a way. varied and beautiful country. And one country I've never been to. So I would like to go to Italy. Oh God, oh, God I remember you telling me that you've never been to Italy. And I was so I've never been to shocked. Italy, and then you've obviously got the south, uh, like the Matera and that sort of beautiful area, and then the Sardinia and Venice. Just so much to this country, and it's a country I have never, in all of my years, visited. So I would actually love to go to and visit multiple parts of Italy. Good choice, Ian. Italy's beautiful. So while Mark is frantically typing away on his phone, let's get into tonight's news. It is, it is, it is, it is, it's the news. So the news is quite big. It's going to be a big part of tonight's show. And we start with, well, a new season, the season of Rising Heroes. And we're going to talk about this new season soon. We're going to start by looking at the upcoming events that are coming in March. Nice. As you're listening to this episode, we will be in the midst, if you're not in Australia, of the Catch Mastery (laughs) event. So we're going to gloss straight over that one. So the next event, which kicks off on March the 8th through to March the 14th, is the Festival of Colours event, which luckily enough... News has literally just hit as we started recording on this one, so... Absolutely. As Ian has said, it runs from March the 8th to the 14th. That is 10am local time starting on the 8th, and it will finish at 8pm local time on the 14th. Mega Medicham is coming to the game, so that will be another wild, evolved Pokemon that you can find as a shiny. That will be making its debut in the Mega Raid system. Mega Connoisseur, what do we think of, of this one? It looks a bit wishy-washy for my liking. <laughs> That's Don't a different Pokemon altogether. Milo's nemesis. <laughs> it does look a bit odd, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks a bit flappy. <laughs> it gets a funky hat. Um, Mark, we'll to, give you, to give you some bad news, I did watch a Pokedaxi video. Apparently it's terrible, Mega Medicham. Apparently it's really not good. Noise. But it's still a new Mega. It gets it out of the way probably similar to when Mega Camera will arrive in the game because obviously Primal Groudon is a thing so why on earth you would use Mega Camera I don't know this is very <laughs> yeah. similar to some of the other Megas we've got in the game I think we'll just get a Mega Energy and uh, leave that alone then very much so I'm hoping it's a cheap one but we have a new Pokemon debut I believe we do a new new Pokemon how I pronounce this I don't know thank god we're not doing Chasing the Tail tonight <laughs> I would say Brooksish Brooksish yeah I'd say Brooksish it's one hell of a funky looking fish that's all I'm going to say it's, it's like a very, tide it is right almost, isn't it yeah yeah it's right for the festival of colours it's a grinning funky <laughs> colourful fish from gen 7 it makes me sure. laugh have you not have you not read the description it says Bruxish, that Nyashti Pokemon. <laughs> Nashti. <laughs> Nashti. Interesting. Mate, you lot know what Nyash is, don't you? It's, it's, it's Bunda. It's another word for Bunda. Is it? Bro, I'm I'm not in Croydon. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But alongside of that, we've got something called Celebratory Colours, which, keep an eye out, trainers will find a colourful surprise around Pokestops as they walk close to them. What that is, we got no idea. We'll find out next week, I guess. So the event bonuses for this one are lure modules activated during the event will last for three hours. Taking a few snapshots during the event will give us a surprise, so photo bomb. But the best part is friendship levels will increase twice as quickly during this yeah, event. I like that. That's good. And actually, if you look at the small print, it does say shiny Smeargle in the small print. <laughs> so it does says, if you're lucky, nice. please note that Smeargle will only appear in snapshots for a limited number of times, while the shiny Smeargle 
will no longer appear after the event concludes. So it says a few snapshots every day. As Mark will tell us, it's probably going to be five a day. Be yeah, five. five. They did increase it to 15, I think, when it was released. And they did reduce it to one when Snorlax came up. One. <laughs> yes. <laughs> horrendous. But I think it was last available for Johto Tour, quite depressingly, so it's been literally over a year. And gents, if it's alright, I want to take this part of the show. <laughs> we have got a collection <laughs> challenge! Yay! So yeah, um, complete the collection challenge by the end of the event to earn 20,000 XP and a low module. <laughs> oh my god. So generous. It's last for three hours. <laughs> mm. Yep. The wild encounters will be the following. Paras. Crabby. Coughing. Natu. Wobbuffet. Shuckle. Wingo. Plant Cloak Burmy. Sand Cloak Burmy. And Trash Cloak Burmy. They can all be shiny as we know. Yeah, you are right, Ian. And unfortunately, these next two can't be. Very random why this one can't be, but uh, Stunky. And um, the new Pokemon for this event, Bruxish. And if we're super, super lucky, we'll find Licky Tongue or Galarian Zigzagoon. So those are the wild spawns. And ladies and gents, keep an eye out for Home Slice Henry's video on Bruxish in the Great League. I'm sure he will do one <laughs> two hours after the event starts. So you know I love a one-star raid. Well, I might have moved house, but I'm still equally <laughs> enthusiastic about them. And and actually, it's a 50-50 split for me on this. I'm gonna do it a bit of I'm gonna be fair with it. So we've got Marini and Bruxish. Bruxish, which is available in the wild, and um is is kind of the featured <laughs> Pokemon for this event, but if you do feel like you want to get a better one, um, go for it. Knock, knock your socks off. One star raids. There you go. A Marini. Wow, that's a lovely Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Brilliant. But Esper, I still need the shiny. Like probably most do out there. Esper and Rockruff still need some more of those shinies as well. They're good one-star chases, those two are. So Esper and Rockruff. And, and, and I was being sarcastic. Don't spend your passes on Marini or Bruxish. Please, don't. <laughs> I agree, Marky. Don't spend them on Marini. <laughs> but what you can spend them on is three-star raids. What Please you don't can do, <laughs> What you can do is you can... <laughs> Who you comes can up with these at Niantic? Is Seriously. It, is, is you can save your passes and you can use them on these. So Pokemon that can't be shiny in your three-star raids is <laughs> Cryogonal, Executor, <laughs> and, then, Why? And, then, Why? and then the ones Spring. that can be shiny is the Alolan Executor. And um, uh, Ian, you don't need this one anymore, but you can no, also get... I've got the get, shiny Druddigon uh, finally. Yeah, yes. is, uh, yeah, is, is Druddigon. But <laughs> it might pick up a little bit. Five-star raids brings back... Ho oh. Nice. Which isn't too bad. That's all right. You know, That's people, okay. people need to XL chase it. So I'll be doing that, I think. And then obviously Mega Medicham is in the Mega Raid. So everyone stay very clear of that. That'd be splendid. Yes, and it wouldn't be a new event without some new field research tasks. And with these okay, there's actually a couple of okay ones. I'll give it its dues. <laughs> so, for field research tasks, uh, you can encounter a lowland grimer, cast form, sunny cast form, rainy cast form, snowy cast form. I need two of those shinies. Plant cloak burmy, sand cloak burmy, trash cloak burmy. They can all be shiny. And then Bailey style oricorio, Pomcom style oricorio, Pal style oricorio, and Sensu style oricorio. I'm guessing they will be really dependent on the area that nice. you're in. It's safe to assume. And. 
to finish off the article. Unfortunately, Coops, they haven't said there's going to be stickers featured mm. in this event. But though, on the positive side to what you just said, this pose looks really dope. Like genuinely, this it pose does. is, it actually could be the best one in the game. It does look good. Yeah, it looks very good. I'm 100% getting this pose. It's good. Yeah. There's a new pose. You are, it's called the color throw pose and you're basically throwing a pile of rainbow colored paint in the air okay question for you milo you said you wanted this pose what's the most pokey coins you'd pay for it in the shop be honest 500 like the standard you'd pay if, five okay that's man. what a standard pose costs oh is it in, i've never bought one I don't, i've never yeah, yeah, bought one i have no idea if they're gonna suddenly make this pose like you know 1k coins or more then hell no oh actually i'm lying i think i bought the santa one for 500 actually i think i did <laughs> yeah i did Casual. i'm sure i did well let's segue so you would pay 500 coins for the pose what are our thoughts about paying four pounds 99 for a new costume with this season special research i'm gonna say paid time research this is the one isn't it 499 right here we go that's it i'm gonna say yeah. it right I had to bite my tongue on Twitter. I saw this and I just went, and I'm going to say it as it is, they've just <laughs> taken it too far now. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. Now, I, don't, don't get me wrong, they could put the outfit in the shop and charge 500 coins for it as we've just done, and people would probably pay for it, and no one would make <laughs> a big deal about item. it. Yeah, over time. No one would make a big deal about it. But yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, for me, that was to me just going, that is desperate, isn't it? That is desperate times. I can honestly say there's no way I'm paying that money for for it. No, mm. that's the thing. Is it for four ninety nine? What you get is you get like an exclusive move Melmetal, which will eventually be probably elite TMable anyway. Mm. That's, that's what I was gonna say. It's pointless because you can use sorry to cut you off. But for me, a special move in my brackets here that I'm doing with my fingers, like it's pointless because you've got elite charge and elite fast. Yeah, it's completely it's not redundant available at the now. moment. Yeah, and I, that, that's the only thing. It's like. This is a season-long research, so it's available to buy right through from, obviously, the 1st of March until the 1st of June. I still don't really care about dressing up as Professor Willow. Maybe there's somebody pe- people out there will do. It's a bad bolt-on. That's how I'd view it. I'm not, I'm like you guys. Obviously, um, Ian, I don't know if you're going to say that you like it, but like to say what the other two lads have, like it winds me up because obviously, you know, like before an event starts, you know, you get these these miners and these people that can sort of dig into the system and they can sort of basically show you what you get. And I, I thought, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll pay for that for a fiver. I looked at what you get. It was so bad, like to the point where I don't even think it equals to a fiver. <laughs> like, no. like it's not even like it was so bad. And I was like, why on earth would anyone pay for that? And this is what winds me up about this whole game. People will pay for everything. Just make it FOMO, good. Isn't it? That's all yeah. you. Yeah. That, that's FOMO, all yeah. you need to do. It's like this, you know, the masterwork research, the wish granted. I've not paid for that one. And it's a little bit like, you know the Willow's wardrobe for a fiver if they'd added in 50 XL candy or or just something I'd actually think about it but it's at the point now where I agree with Mark it's not even it's not even like laughable anymore it's annoying what do you think Ian <laughs> I, I, I'm totally on the same page it's a it's unusual that we're all four on the same page, but I think it's an insult to expect people to pay five pounds for this or what eight dollars or whatever it is. Do you need a costume that bad that you would spend that amount of money and then get it bit by bit over the next three months? I'm I'm sorry. On March the 11th, Elite Raids are back. Now this is where it gets a bit spicy in that we're going to get the release of two new Pokemon into Elite Raids. Oh yes. Reggie Lecky and Reggie Drago will be released now. I'm not sure which way they'll come round because we've got Elite Raids on the 11th and then we've also got them, I think, a month later or a few weeks later. So we'll get one of each of these on each of those subsequent 
Elite Raid Day. So that will be enough, I think, to get people out raiding for a new Reggie, because I think these are actually quite good. They look good. I, I, I didn't even know they existed. I, I, I just thought it was Reggie Ice, Reggie Rock. They're Gen 8, that's why. So they're from Galar, but... I don't know. I saw very loosely on social media somebody saying like that at the moment the moves don't work so good for PvP, but perhaps they could work for raids. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. We'll April 9th is the next pushed. batch of Elite Raids, so we'll get one on the 11th this month, then it's like four weeks until we get the next one. I think we'll get Reggie Lecky first from what I've seen. Yeah, because I think that's got the the yellow sort of base yeah. around the egg, and then the red one is in April. But definitely good to spice up those elite raids. It's about time. It is. And speaking of spicing things up, on March the 18th, we have March's Community Day. Now, this was hinted at, and there was a lot of buzz in certain places on the internet that it might be this. And it's turned out today, it's been confirmed that the March Community Day will be for Slowpoke. But noise. not just Kanto Slowpoke, we're going to get the release of the shiny for Galarian Slowpoke as well. Ooh! Which is a good shiny. It is yeah. like a fully golden gold colour, isn't it? Yeah. So double shiny hunt on the community day. And this is one which has the bonus of triple catch XP. So anyone Ooh. looking to boost up levels, drop an egg and take the most of it. Other bonuses for this one will be a double chance of trainers level 31 and above getting candy excel and two times candy for catching pokemon as well as the usual three hour lure and incense photo bombs one additional special trade for a maximum of two in a day and 50 percent less stardust for a trade this is going to be milo's favorite another two till five although the nights are getting a little bit lighter now yes it won't be so dark thankfully but it's very much sticking with the two to five is a bit i don't know I don't know how I feel about that. But this this has got some people excited. It's the exclusive move that all the different versions will be able to evolve to get this move. Surf will be available on Kanto, Slowbro, Johto, Slowking, then the Galarian versions of Slowbro and Slowking. I thought it was getting Frenzy Plant. <laughs> if only. <laughs> I'm not sure what, how I feel about this one. I, I need to gather my thoughts. I, I gather did, your thoughts. Yeah. I, my I, initial thought was this is going to be horrendous, but the fact that the Galarian is also getting released as a shiny, it's actually going to be quite a good little grind, I think. I just hope it isn't weighted in favour of Kanto. The only other blessing is they have switched up the Evolve requirements. So for Galarian slow king and bro i think you had to catch 32 poison types in order to evolve it but now they switch that to psychic types because obviously slow poke is a psychic type pokemon which makes sense i, I thought you say they got rid of the whole thing that would make sense no. <laughs> one thing that they it's haven't got nice. rid of they haven't got rid of the community special research so for a dollar or equivalent there is going to be a special research same old thing as usual this one is called slow and slower not really the worst name so We've also got the, well, this has become quite a common thing with community days. We've got the four-star raid battles. So Slowpoke and Galarian Slowpoke will appear in four-star raids. These are in person, but the beauty and the bonus for completing four-star raid battles is once you've successfully completed it, you will get spawned. And it says additional Slowpoke and Galarian Slowpoke. So both of them will appear around the gym that hosted the raid for 30 minutes. And as before, the shiny rate remains consistent, uh, and that goes on till 10 p.m. So we've got time research, which focuses on slowpoke and glaring slowpoke. 
between 2 and 10, and you'll actually get King's Rocks as part of the rewards from those, which is useful, up to four of them actually, because uh, you'll need them for doing the evolutions. And there's also Field Research, um, which will allow you to catch Slowpoke to earn rewards such as King's Rocks, Stardust, Ultra Balls, and more. Nice. Coops, go on, your favourite bit as well. I'm so glad that you left this for me because I, I, was, I was getting a bit anxious <laughs> that you were going to take this. But <laughs> ladies and gents, boys and girls, lastly on the article of March's Community Day, we can get Slowpoke themed avatar items and stickers. Let's go. <laughs> Savage season and all that. Um, <laughs> the following avatar <laughs> items will be featured in the in-game shop during the event. And obviously they'll continue to be available after. You're going to get a Slowpoke hat and a Slowpoke tail shirt, which is actually quite good. And um, yeah, the stickers, the stickers look quite cute. The stickers look quite Slowpokey is all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, so yeah, I said earlier, I'm not sure. I've had two, three minutes to gather the thoughts. I, I, I'm still not sure. I don't think it's that horrendous. Mm, it is a mid-con mm. day, but it would be horrendously bad if it was just the Kanto form. At least there's the Galarian in there with the new shiny. Then the move does bring interesting play for all four of the different evolves. And there is Mega Slowbro. If people really haven't got XL candy, Mega Slowbro isn't too bad to utilise as a psychic type. Until we started talking about it tonight, I didn't know it was Slowpoke. Until we started talking about it, I didn't see the announcements. As we were talking about it, I found out more about it. I like the fact it's got the um, the Glarian, is it Glarian version to be say? The Glarian yeah. version. So yeah, I'll be playing it. Yeah, definitely. We can play it, can't we? Yeah, 18th. So Saturday before Mother's Day in the UK. So mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't impact that. So yeah. So in, in March, we were spoiled with some amazing five-star raids. So save these dates, everybody. As you're listening to the podcast, Incarnate Form Tornadus is currently in five-star raids. <laughs> So I, I know that was greeted with um, something other than, well, not seeing Ray Ray up there was a bit disappointing when I saw that up here. But anyway, that's myself. I'm sure there'll be people chasing the shiny for that one. Uh, March the 8th to March the 21st, fortunately for a lot longer window than Incarnate Form Tornadus, we've got Ho-Oh, mm. which I think it's long overdue, Ho-Oh, coming back into the game. It's been yes. a while since it's been in. A good segment, two weeks there for Ho-Oh. And then we've got March the 21st to March the 28th. Incarnate form thunderous. These are the ones on the floaty clouds. We do just so people <laughs> want to know uh, that can be shiny. And everyone's favourite legendary Lugia is back. Number one raid <laughs> counter for anything. <laughs> March the twenty eighth to April the tenth. And of course, Lugia can be shiny. We also will have raid hours. And they pretty much follow the same pattern as the raid, five-star raids. But on March the 1st, which has been and gone, so we're not going to bother reading that one out, but March the 8th, <laughs> we've got Ho-Oh. March the 15th, we've got Ho-Oh. March the 22nd, we've got Incarnate Form Thunderous. And March the 29th, we've got Lugia. Nice. It's funny that, Mark. Yeah, I might actually be raiding some Lugias and Ho-Oh, so I'll make sure I invite you. <laughs> now talking about the uh, the mega raid. Sorry, Mark. I'm totally taking your uh, your connoisseur role. But from right now up until March the 8th, we have Mega Charizard. Why? <laughs> Correct. Uh, March the 8th to the 21st, so a huge chunk of time then for Mega Medicham. And then from March the 21st until March the 28th is going to be Mega Venusaur with Hydro Fire Cannon. And then, oh, and, then to, <laughs> and then this is a little bit weird to end off the month of March, but this is going to go from March the 28th until April the 10th. This is this is like really sort of in towards the middle of April. Bit of a random one, but it's going to end off with Mega 
Alakazam. If you thought that selection was bad, just wait till you hear the spotlight hours. Oh my god, I think these possibly the worst spotlight hours we've seen ever. But the kickoff, okay. So March the 7th will be Eevee with two times candy for transferring Pokemon. So anybody who's been saving stuff after the Hoenn Tours weekends, you can finally bin all of your Pokemon. Eevee, of course, can be shiny. We won't be hearing that again for the rest of the month uh, (laughs) because the 14th of March is Rowlet with no shiny and two times XP for evolving Pokemon. March the 21st is Litten that can't be shiny. (laughs) That's a double dust catching Pokemon Spotlight Hour, so that might be the only one worth playing, really. And to end off, March the 28th will be Poplio, with two times XP for catching Pokemon. I think that's the fewest shiny Spotlight Hours we've ever had in a month. I think that's... Yeah, it is. It's literally only one. Now, finally, the research breakthroughs have actually switched a little bit after the whole season of whatever the hell it was called, the last three months. I've genuinely forgotten. Research Pokemon will be six Pokemon in a selection, so there's Snorlax, Gibble, Furfruit, and Pinsir that can all be shiny. Not not an amazing selection, I can't lie. And uh, we've now got one extra that can't be shiny. Beforehand, it was only Gumi that couldn't be shiny. That's staying in the pool of Pokemon. But adding to that is Parasect. Uh, the only thing that crops in my mind as like a saving grace for Parasect is that it is a seriously boosted dust Pokemon. Three years down the line of these research breakthroughs having swapped out legendaries for normal Pokemon, they are very much in the garbage disposal at this point. Mm. But going from something that's been a long-standing aspect of the game is to something that actually cropped up finally once again on Pokemon Day, which was right at the very beginning of the month, the 27th of February. So we can now encounter Gimme Ghoul. You may remember after Dratini Com Day Classic, we had the little Marvin the Alien-looking dude propping up with the gold Pokestops. He's back, back in Pokemon Go, and it's a link very much like Meltan was with Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. You now have to utilise Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and postcards to get the roaming form of Gimme Ghoul with a coin bag, and it runs a 30-minute sort of incense-style thing. Yeah, and if you move in, you get the regular spawns. If you're stationary, it's one every five minutes, so you'll get a grand total of six. Mm. So yeah, it functions very much like a regular incense. <laughs> Rather unfortunately, but it, you can actually evolve Gimigul into Goldingo, which is Goldengo, something like that, if you collect 999 Gimigul coins. So yeah, that's a it's going to take that, a long that a, time. That is a lot. It's a long time. But you can send one postcard a day to your Switch, so you can get one of these boxes every day. Indeed. And the other thing we would say is it was very much like when Meltdown dropped into the game in 2018. Was it 2018 or 2019? Something like that. You don't have to have your own Switch. If you have a friend in the community who has a Switch, you just need to link up via Bluetooth. It's in the settings. You can select the Switch device, and then you send a postcard from your postcard book. You don't lose the postcard, and it actually then gives people in Scarlet and Violet all the different patterns of Vivion in there, so you can go and get the different patterns through that game. So it's quite an interesting link. So question then, how how many days Mm. if you did it every day, how many days to get the 999 to evolve? A long time. Yeah, it's difficult to say because you (laughs) get more coins for throwing great or excellent throws. If you throw crap throws, you're going to get fewer coins. it's tiny as hell. You can't even see on the it's map. Very tiny, it's very tiny. So yeah. small. You can get more gold coins when you hit better throws on Gimme Coins. Yeah. You do get more coins, yeah, which is okay. And you do get them from gold stops very occasionally. But there's another way of getting these gold coins is to use a golden lure module for a chance to get 
Gimmickle coins. And as a word of that, basically, if you do a continuous five-day streak of sending a postcard to Scarlet and Violet, then you get this gold lure and you can put it on the Pokestop and that will basically transform it into a gold Pokestop. There isn't much else to say apart from they have added stickers to the shop. <laughs> Of uh, Gimme Ghoul, the alien. So, why are you laughing? It's amazing, man. Yeah, they're, 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 they're good stickers. Yeah, um, it's probably the best part of the show so far. So, I don't know what you're laughing at. Yeah, so, yeah, we've now got a Generation 9 Paldian Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Paulucha, which is now a Mexican regional. It's the fighting flying type Pokemon. They say it's a Mexican regional. It's a bit like Klefki. Klefki is a French regional, but you can access it in parts of the southern area of the UK and Belgium, Holland, and bits of Germany. The area boundary for Hulucha is actually quite big. We've seen people getting it in Texas and San Diego and a few other places dotted around, so it's quite a big block, but flying fighting birds now available, boys. Looks like we're going to Mexico. Wizard education. <laughs> and as if you haven't heard me talking enough in a long period of time, we've now got the new seasonal spawns, so within the cities you will be able to find the following... Voltorb, Porygon, Togetic, Gardevoir, Purloin, Trubbish, and LGM, plus more. At least they all have shiny potential. I was going to say, mate, talk about shiny, but I still can't believe Parasect. <laughs> I still can't get <laughs> I know, it's, that. it's whack. I, I, I still, I'm, uh, mate, because I did mine today, I got a fur for it, and I was like, are you kidding me? Anyway, moving on. If you are in forests, you are going to get Mankey. And Shuckle, and unfortunately mine will not be out because they're the only two that can be shiny, and ones that can't be shiny is going to be Executor, Stunfisk, Formantis, Morlul, and Zorua. Is that how you say it? Zorua? Zorua, yeah. Yeah, and more. So, um, yeah, yeah, a bit lacking on the shiny front, but it's decent. I too got fur fruit today. I coops in my research. Congrats. As well. Oh, we're so in sync, me and you, aren't we? Same day, same spawn. Oh, look at us. We are. We are. So, Mountains gets a bit of a better deal. I think Forests get stitched up a little bit, but Mountains, <laughs> all seven of these can be shiny. Yeah, love, love for that. Love for your e equal um, playing field for everyone, whoever they are. Um, but Aerodactyl, Snorlax, Wisma, Mawile, Aaron, Medicham, and Wubat can all be shiny. That's pretty cool. And more. And finally, Beach and Water, you have got the chance of getting Psyduck, Slowpoke, Mantine, and Frillish. They have the shiny potential. And the ones that can't are Gumi, Luminium, Hisuian Quillfish, and more. So if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, these will be your spawns for this season, which is Skarmory, Swablu, Snivy, Tepig, Oshwat, Dino, and Koops' favourite, Helioptile, and more. Is this us? We're, 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 northern. we're in the yeah, northern, northern hemisphere, yeah. aren't we? But yeah. Yeah. Yes. In that <laughs> case, helicopter, helicopter. Yeah, it's Iceland in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. And if you are in the southern hemisphere, these will be your spawns. Chikorita, Syndicor, Totodile, Lavitar, Alomomola, Stuffle. They can all be shiny, but Scraggy still can't at the time of recording and more. So we'll start with the two kilometer eggs. These are these are beautiful, aren't they? These four can be shiny, but there are and more that probably can't be shiny. But anyway, the two two constant ones that they're letting us know about are Bell Sprout, Iglybuff, Trapinch, and Cottony. Nice. And the five kilometer eggs aren't actually that bad. You've got Machop, Gligar, and Bonsley, which can all be shiny. And uh, yeah, and again, and more. Nice. 
Seven kilometer eggs you probably want to stay reasonably clear of because it's all the Hisuians still in there and they'd have no shiny potential. So Hisuian Growlithe, Hisuian Voltor, Hisuian Quillfish, and Hisuian Sneasel. And 10Ks are also somewhat shinyless this month, or this season, I should say. Tyrant, Amora, the Todger, Todgeduaru, <laughs> and Jangmo'o. <laughs> so, no shiny potential Wait, there at all. Nice. Can, can I just say, who on earth, right, Tyrant, sick, well-deserved to be in 10K eggs, and Mora, sick, well-deserved, you know, is it Zhang Moo? Who on earth... Why is the Todger there? Yeah, yeah, what, <laughs> yeah. Do, you know, do, you know, do you know what we'll do? We'll throw the Todger to Mora. Todger's in the 10K eggs. There's going to be one that's more common than the other, and I can guarantee that 99% of the hatches you get will be the Todger. And the Adventure Sync reward, so the five kilometer eggs you'll be getting from that seven day walking bonus thing, will be Shinx, Cranidos, Shieldon, Happiny, and Male Frillish, and more. They can all be shiny. And the 10Ks, feel like they've put all of the Pokemon that were in the 10Ks now into the 10 kilometer egg for the Adventure Sync. But anyway, you can find Dratini, Belden, Gibble, Gumi, that can't be shiny, and Rockruff, plus a few more. Yeah, and it doesn't get any better, unfortunately. I hate to sound negative, but the seasonal bonuses, they ain't given as much this season. So we are going to be getting increased damage dealt by Pokemon participate in raids remotely. Team Go Rocket will appear more frequently at Pokestops, and extra Stardust will be earned from Team Go Rocket encounters. That's it for this quarter. Noise. And um, Ian, I think it's actually, I think it's minor Marky's time. So come on, mate, play that. <laughs> Well, welcome in, everybody. Welcome into the PvP dungeon. But yes, go Battle League. This part is going to be all about PvP. So if you do not like PvP or you have no interest in PvP, maybe just skip forward about two, three minutes and we'll <laughs> see you then. But this season has already started, so I hope you are off to a good start. This season's going to go all the way until the 1st of June. So this one's a fair few months. This is March, April, May. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's over three months long. So, yeah, this is crazy. It's going to be a good one. If you look on the article on their website, they do have the breakdown of every single league, every single cup with all of the dates. There's no point me reading them out to you because one, we don't have time until you won't remember any of them. But it's basically the same format. The Great League with a nice cup, the Great League with another cup, then the Ultra League with a cup, then the Ultra League with another cup. That's kind of basically how it, how the format sort of works. Um, and then Master League after that, and then all of them. And then it goes back again to Great ultra and master and a bit like the season just gone it will end on master league so if you're not great at master league make sure that you've hit legend before the middle of may because if you're at the 2008 2900 ranking at the end of may and you don't like master league then you're probably not going to hit legend that's just a little bit of advice from me now i'm going to let you all know the pvp community from what i've seen on social media and from people's uh, vlogs is that People are really disappointed with this season. They really sort of wanted loads of new move changes. They wanted loads of, you know, new updates, new things to it. And they haven't actually done that. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you the, <laughs> so what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you the attack availability update. So first of all, you've got the Pokemon Exploud, which is, uh, Wismas. 
uh, evolution, if I'm correct. Now, explode or explode, however you say it, will now be able to learn the charged attack boom burst, which is the one from the community day a few weeks ago. Flygon will also now be able to learn the charged attack boom burst. And comma O will also again be able to learn the charge attack boom burst. Now, on top of all of that, this is probably the best update. Um, I know I've mentioned Hope Slice Henry already, but he has done a video on this and it actually looks quite good. Um, Whimsicott will now be able to learn the fast attack fairy wind. Um, so that's going to be able to charge up really, really, really quickly. So I think that's a great update. Yeah, and then lastly, this one's a, a little bit random in my opinion, tiny little bit random, um, but Jellicent, will now be able to learn the charged attack serve. I don't know whether maybe surf is just the move of the month of May with with the slow community day. Um, but yeah, that's a bit of a random one. Maybe maybe Shadow Ball and Surf, maybe. I'm, I'm not really too sure there because I think Ice Beam and Shadow Ball made Jellicent really good. So yes, that's kind of like the moves. Maybe in the next uh, season, come the summer, come July time, they really do add in some new moves and have a reshuffle because I know that's what people are complaining about, but who the hell knows? <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, good battle day. Palmer, um, on Saturday, March the 25th from 12am to 11.59pm. Oh God. Full day. They literally are giving you the full day. There are free battle-themed timed research will be available. And the rewards will include gloves inspired by Palmer. Anyone who doesn't know who Palmer is for the main series games, that is Diamond Pearl, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. There you go. Knock yourselves out with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that inspiring, is it, really? But Marky Boy, do remember that trainers who have already received the Avatar item, so this is the gloves, this Mm. is the uh, Palmer-inspired gloves, if you've already received them from hitting rank 20, which is also known as the ace rank, you will not receive another pair. So I apologise. Don't think that if you hit ace and then you do the go battle day before March 25th, unfortunately, guys, only one pair of gloves. So, you know, you can't sell them on eBay and get some puppy coins. It doesn't. It will not, it will not work like that. There's also going to be a, another go battle day. Uh, and this one's called Stardust. I think everyone's a little bit more excited about this one. Sunday, May the 14th from 12am to 11.59, same time again. There'll be a paid... Oh, I say everyone might be interested. Hold on here. There'll be a paid battle theme to time <laughs> research. Hold hey, on. Marky, you're sweet up, man. Put your oh away. God. Now, Joey said, actually, for $1, it looks like it could be quite good. Um, there'll be a paid battle theme time research awarding increased Stardust, and that'll be available for one US dollar or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency. Noise. Just to wrap this up, because literally Milo has literally fallen asleep. Um, <laughs> at, at, at ace rank, you'll receive a top inspired by Palmer. At veteran rank, which is 2,500 points, you'll receive shoes inspired by Palmer. At expert, which is 2,750, you'll receive pants. And then at legend rank, some which all three boys will never hit, um, you'll receive the pose inspired by Palmer, which is actually a really, really, really cool pose. I quite like it. The costume gives me like Santa's elf kind of vibe. But yeah, and of course, if you do get to rank 19, you're receiving the Elite Charge TM and then you'll get an Elite Fast TM at the end of season. But yeah, that's June the 1st, so a while away. And let's wrap this up. Boys, wake up. Can we have an alarm clock sound effect? Yeah, we can. And we'll wrap this up before we go into a game by saying that the week before, March the 21st through to March the 29th, there's going to be another Team Go Rocket takeover. So these are becoming quite regular now, one a season. That's good, though. It gives us more chance yep. to team away from frustration. Yep. Milo, let's play your favourite game. Flex it up, flex, flex it up. I'm hosting 
It's you three against each other. That's what we're doing. Good old Flex It Up, the original game of the podcast. And this one's going to have a global Hoenn Tour theme to it. So, a couple of rounds. We'll see if we need a tiebreaker or not. First up, I want to know, over that global tour weekend, how many shiny costume Pikachus did you get? Oh, that's easy. I got one. We've got one on the board for Ian. Uh, yeah, one on the board for me, mate. One for Koopsie. Three for me. Three Pikachus. Mark sweeps it. Jeez. I thought you didn't play. I didn't play, and I got three. <laughs> Being in a van clearly is the way to go. I think so. so you need to either to be market. in a van or be casual. That's how it goes. We'll get to that soon. That's how or casual in a van. Casual in a van. Next up, tell me, if at all, how many shiny regionals you hatched. One. This weekend for Global. Mm-hmm, for the Global. Yeah, just one. Tropius. Yes, I hatched one as well. I hatched zero. Oh, so it's one, okay. one, one. We've got a tie there. Maybe this will sort it out. If at all, how many shiny Kecleon did you get? I'm going to go last. You know how many I got, Whitfield. Zero. Yeah. Zero for Marky, zero for Ian. I'll take the point. I actually got two. And not only two, you got two within five minutes of each other. Yeah, I think it was a bit longer. It was like six minutes. <laughs> yeah, he's a cheap like shit. That, but... It was a bit longer, Ian. Five and a half minutes. Get it right, yeah. <laughs> I genuinely didn't believe you when you got those. So, point to the casual. Wait, have I won? Yeah. He's got a 2 1 1. So, the casual. Oh my. Oh my god. Oh, GG's. It's it's my game. God, it's been a long time since that one. It really has. (laughs) Boys, can I just say though, right? I'll be honest, yeah. Turned up at like three o'clock, played for two and a bit hours, sort of went home. I will just say, I had the maddest event ever, and I just want to talk about it, right? Because obviously, I know that you lot went all the way to Vegas, paid like 10 grand, went all the way there, Only. had to get time off work, etc., etc. And here's me, bop up to a park at four o'clock and get a shiny <laughs> Kekli on, right? That's normally how the story goes. We all know that, right? But I got two shiny Kecleons. I got the new shiny Gulpin. I did, I did pick the route, but I was buzzing with that. I got the shiny P. Pikachu and I hatched a shiny Tropius, right? But listen to this. I did tweet this out, but this is a this is a genuine story, and I swear on my mother's life, this is true. It got to about what well, it must have got to like really like late in the day. And I was like, Do you know what? This was on the Sunday. So obviously I was with you guys yeah, on the Saturday. Yeah. On the Sunday, it got to like five o'clock. And I was like, you know what? Let me go out for an hour. Let me just hatch like a few of my eggs, get some spaces and collect these eggs. And that's exactly what I did. I think I had five five or six spaces clear and I only got three 10Ks. So I think the drop rate is about 50%. I think I got three 10Ks, like two 5Ks and a 2K. So it was okay. 50% was all right. Anyway, I put them on. Obviously, Monday goes by. I think Tuesday goes by. And I think it was actually Tuesday lunchtime. And they find these 10Ks finally hatched. I thought, I've got three 10Ks. I pressed the button and I was not expecting to get anything from them. But boys, this is no (laughs) word of a lie. No, no, no. My first egg, like my first 10K egg that I picked up from this Hoenn tour was the shiny tropis when my phone started shining i literally was like oh i nearly had a heart attack like i had to grab my thingy and like screenshot it now i know like you know sometimes people hatch two three hundred eggs but have you ever heard of anybody from their first egg hatching a shiny regional not personally no i'm sure there'll be somebody on twitter but i don't know of anyone directly that did i don't know how quickly francesco hatched his shiny wherever it was relicanth i think um in vegas but like yeah getting one straight off the bat with your eggs 
is pretty nuts. And I think that's a testament to like <laughs> the casual play style. Mate, if I just said if I just said, Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one like you would 10K, still have got it. Bruv, yeah. that, it would have been yeah. a shiny Tropius, which is mad. And also our my next ten K was a whole oh, no. really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and do you want to know something even better? No. <laughs> I mean, this is terrible, but the 2K or the 5K, it was 100% Pichu. That is <laughs> some luck. So out of six eggs, I got one shiny regional and two hundos. So I had a great event. I loved it. I loved seeing you lot. How was everybody's global tour compared to the very expensive Las Vegas one. I probably would say, Ian might agree with me on this. I personally say, like, in terms of the event, I know we discussed it at length last week, but the event in Vegas is just sort of something on its own, quite special, despite all the hiccups and everything. You can't really, I know they're labeled under the same thing, but the play style, everything is very different. Agreed. What I would say, though, is as a free event, this global tour has got a lot of flack, in my view, and bad press when it didn't really deserve it, given that, as Coops has said, it's not going to bother buying what some people probably don't want to bother buying the Jirachi Masterwork Research for a fiver. So you got a full weekend of stuff for free. How much you raid and how much you hatch eggs is aside from that. That's entirely up to you. But I don't think it was anywhere near as bad as it's it's been made out to be. Certainly on the back of looking at how they did Johto and Kanto, those were one day, 12 hours. And we remember talking about how long 12-hour events actually are. You know, walking around in the winter here in the Northern Hemisphere in parks at late at night, dark, trying to play until 9pm. I think the two-day structure was much better and a free event is just a bit more inclusive. And yeah, I think that's an initial viewpoint on it, really. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you, Milo, because you can't compare the global to the Vegas in-person event. As you said, two totally different animals. The global event, actually, really, when you boil it down to for something that is free, you can't really complain. The fact that you might get a shiny or hatch a shiny, as Coops did, and you haven't paid any money out, it's something for nothing. Now, there has been a lot of chatter on Twitter that there should have been a paid ticket option to boost shiny rates. And you know what? I can see the value in that. But for something that was free, it was frustrating from a personal point of view. And I'm sure a lot of people that played it were frustrated. I know people didn't get many shinies mm -hmm. and people felt that they should have got more shinies. But the event itself, the format, as I'll stress, for a free event, I can't really fault it. The shiny rates were low, but we knew that they weren't going to be boosted like Vegas, so you can't complain. Genuinely, you can't complain for what you got. No, I do think, actually, and you made a good point, I do think the Global Tour missed a bit of a trick, and you know how we got add-ons for the eggs and the raids yes. and stuff like that for Vegas. I think not a paid event, but maybe paid add-ons, because I know there were people who would have killed People would have to paid have for, like, an egg, egg hatcher boost. boost, yeah. Exactly. And given it was a you know a lot of ten kilometer egg hype, you and I had our egg boost carried over from Vegas. We discussed that there were people who you know were taking six points. It's six point seven kilometers. It's actually quite a long time, and over a period of time over the weekend, that's a lot for children to actually try and walk off a ten k. So I do think they missed a trick in adding those add-ons, you know, to a free event. That could have been something done better. Yeah, I mean, so I didn't go to Vegas and I didn't play the event that much. So um, I think I sit between you, or similar to Coop's actually not playing it much either. You know, the, the way I look at it is 
they missed a trick with the eggs, definitely. Because I went into this event going, so I'm not going to play much, but I'm going to stack my 10k eggs up on day one and then try and walk a bit of them off on day one. I mean, day two, walk them off and then stack another set up and then maybe get another set. Didn't work like that. 6.7 kilometers is a long way to it, walk, it is. Uh, to hatch an egg. And the two kilometers and five dropped as much as the 10. So actually, when we started, when you deep dive it, I only hatched, I think, 12, 10k eggs over the whole weekend, how it all worked out. So, uh, and, and, I, and I had a bit like Coops was hoping for a bit of luck with the with those eggs. Didn't happen. But hey, I, that didn't matter. I think they missed a trick with the ticketed bit. I said that before, but I thought they might do that because why wouldn't they? But hey, you know, those regionals, people get them more in those areas now. A bit like with our regionals, we've got the shinies. It's just more shiny regional variations for different parts of the world. And, and there'll be people stacking these up where they live in the future, which is nice. And I think they'll come back in eggs again. I, th- I think they'll do soon with those. Now, I didn't play the event that much, like we said. Day one, I played it 45 minutes. Obviously, real world and all that, moving, etc., etc. And I got what I deserved. I got my shiny Phoebus on day one. So, 45 <laughs> minutes, shiny Phoebus. Smashing. Ironically, the hour, nice. I, or the 45 minutes I did play was the was the, was the the rubbish hour. Uh, the one which didn't really mean anything. Yeah. But I got one. So... And, and this is something I wanted to talk about because they, they, they said the, the shiny rates weren't boosted. They must have been boosted slightly because you're not, they're 400 to 1 normally. I think they said getting... some spawns would be boosted, but they didn't specify which ones. You're right, Ian, they did. So, absolutely right. So, Phoebus must have been boosted yes. um, based <laughs> on that. Um, so, day two. And I was working again for the first rotation of all the habitats, so I didn't play half of day two, but I, I did play the second half of day two. And I went down the Cacnea route because um, I like the Cacnea shiny. Mm, um, likewise. They're all, they're all good shinies. All three um, were good shinies. And, and I realised that as a remote, or sorry, as, the, as the global event, your incense was manipulated a bit of the pathway you picked so you would get that one throughout whichever hour you were playing so i thought i like catnia they'll go with it how's i do on day two in terms of shinies i got seven shinies on day two and i played three and a half hours of day two so i think that was good i've got the three pikachus uh, one of them was in the research, which was nice. I haven't had a shiny in the research for a long time, so that was, that was quite nice to get that. I got my second shiny Phoebus, which, which was beautiful. One on each day. They actually. do exist. Always a nice thing. They do exist. I got a shiny Beldum, which was ranked seven in GBL. So I was happy with that, with my shiny Beldum. Neat. And I got a shiny Groudon, uh, Groudon on the raid, which, which was lovely. My first one since Dortmund. So that was quite a nice moment. I enjoyed that. But then... I went absolute, it was the clutch catch on the end of day two, and it got to 10 to 6, back at home, on my incense, and at 5 to 6, my last spawn, shiny cacnea. <laughs> Sweet. That is clutching oh, it in, jeez. Yeah. Just clutch. And actually, the day after Global Home Tour, I got my shiny gulpin, so that, that was lovely as well. So even though that wasn't during the event, I got that um, the day after the event. So I played three and a half hours and I got, what was that? Like I said, seven shinies. So that's not bad. I was over the moon with that. That's not bad. I played the entirety of the event with the exception of one hour. I mm. ducked an hour early on the Saturday and across the two days, I got 12 shinies. So Sunday was a better day for me than Saturday by a long way. And did you need anything in? Because I know you obviously played various communities. Was there any you needed? Yeah, what what I needed, I didn't get. I needed the nose pass and I needed a gulpin. And I didn't get either of those. Did anyone get any unknowns 
um, on the global. Mm, I didn't. I don't know if Marlow or Coops did. No, I didn't get an unknown. No, no, no. They spawned a lot, though, didn't they? They were good. They were good coming off of incense. I think the incense, our part of the Hoenn tour, was probably yeah. one of the better factors because it was constant either the research-specific mon that you chose, as Mark said. Unknown was spawning continuously, the four unknown that were available, and then the different costume Pikachus that seemed to cycle every hour. Yeah, they do seem to have perfected it back compared to previous tours and, indeed, global go-fests. What was spawning on the incense did seem to be more relevant to what should have been spawning. Yes, Definitely, because beforehand we were getting absolute rubbish of whatever happened to be spawning in the biome. Mm. I think that's always one of our, been the biggest complaints um, was the fact that these global events, like the Global Go Fest and the Johto Tour, Ho- uh, Kanto Tour, the unknowns have always been very, very elusive. I mean, we didn't get shinies, but I did see some people get shinies of them. So still quite a rare shiny to get on the Global Hoenn Tour weekend. But at least you weren't wanting for trying to catch them, I would say. Exactly, they were spawning yeah. reasonably regularly. In terms of the shiny boosts, I think what was boosted was the mon that you chose for the research. So if you chose gold pin, you got more gold pin. I think you got more spawns, but I don't think there were shinies were boosted, were they? Because I must have tapped on hundreds of them. No. I saw some people getting north of 10 of whatever the mon was that they chose through the research that was broken then because i didn't get a single one (laughs) individual person's rng is a bit crazy Mm. but i think and Mm. i'd be interested to know how was everyone's shiny luck on things like lunatone soul rock and those specific pools of pokemon you know the plus or minor I did get one shiny Lunatone, but no shiny Soul Rock. And the cast forms as And I didn't well. get any shiny cast forms this weekend. Interesting. Not to repeat myself, but I, I literally got no other shinies apart mm. from... You, you got the I'm best shinies, didn't you? Literally. Apart from Kecleon. I literally got two Kecleon, a Gulpin, and the Pikachu, which is very weird. They're mm. literally the event mm. spawns, and I, I didn't get any crappy... Lunatone, yeah, um, yeah, I was, yeah very, I, very lucky, and and I'm not just saying this, like, but just kind of like wrap up for me how I feel because, like, you know what shinies I got. I said about the eggs, I had a good experience, but listening to what you've said, Milo, you kind of smashed it earlier, and I think you make such a valid point. I feel like even even though I played casually for you know three hours on the Saturday and an hour and a half on the Sunday, like I really enjoyed it, but I feel like if you are out for yeah. 15 hours on the Saturday and 15 hours on the Sunday, it is going to feel boring. Like it is going mm. to feel boring. And if you don't hatch any regional shinies, it's going to feel like a waste of time. It's the game. It's how it works. So it's kind of like to go off your point, I think you've absolutely smashed it. And I do not think this global Hoenn tour deserved any negativity, in my opinion, absolutely none. And I think to all the people that were moaning and saying, oh, this, that and the other, it's, you know, do anything for 30 hours, you're going to be bored. <laughs> I think, think the problem was people had expectations of getting shiners off the event, even though Nantic yeah. were quite that, clear in that. There's a very good point. Yeah. That's a very good point because unlike other events, maybe if this was the first time they'd done a go tour event we wouldn't have anything to compare it to it would be kind of you're complaining about individual aspects of it but because we've had johto and kanto which were big shiny boosts Mm. for one do or die 12 hour grind as well they were pay ticket well johto's was what 12 pounds or something something like that that. i believe as a as a 12 pound ticket so that's more than two meltdown research things (laughs) they got a lot of hype and were very heavily pushed and it became almost like a go fest it was like the beginning of the year go fest you have a go tour event celebrating 
this region. They shifted a lot of stuff to Vegas for the live event and trying to make that kind of like the hype and then the global tour spreading over two days. There was nothing different with the two days. The two days were absolutely identical. Mm -hmm. The biomes were the same on the rotations. The spawns were the same. The raids were the same. So Coops is right. If you do something for a weekend, it might get a bit repetitive and i genuinely would be saying this if i didn't for example hatch the shiny regional i would be saying this i thought it was a really good event and i don't think it's niantic's fault that as we've discussed before the region is in general is a little bit meh. and i think this is the problem in that everybody's seen what happened in the vegas events and people are naturally comparing the two when realistically you should separate them compare and contrast because they are two totally separate yeah. events around mm. the same generation absolutely Ian. for me you know i can't think of anything better than getting the community together and these events draw the community mm. out together i said before the premium experience should have gone to the people that went to vegas you know if you're going to replay the event afterwards in a different format it has to be different otherwise credibility for future events and an appetite for them will potentially be harmed or it might might be sort of compromise slightly some people will always pay the money for it you know and, and, and people are allowed to do that yeah. it's totally up to each person how they play it but for me the big aspect was getting people together and watching you guys watching the vlogs you put together seeing all the good the good friends the, you know the family the pokemon family coming together yeah you know, hoan global tour created that that is what the event brought together and like you said unfortunately pokemon go has devalued a shiny Pokemon. We know how it works. People play the game because they're chasing it. That's what the appeal to the game is. Let's be honest. That's what people want to do. You know, you, you play the main series games, you'll be playing it for a year, a year and a half, two years, trying to find the shiny that you want, and you might never find it. Pokemon Go has kind of changed that, and people will look at it from previous experiences, like you said. This was very different, and people forget that. It was free. It was a chance to get people together. And do you know what? Anything you get which is new is and people might not shout it from the rooftops is a success it got far more criticism than it deserved it really did like i was playing it completely differently to you guys and i enjoyed it and like you said you know how unfortunately didn't have a lot left to give in it but what it did mm. have left to give were decent i think their expectations were slightly probably in the wrong place for this event yeah i do wonder if people were more focused on the event spawns because actually thinking back to johto and kanto do you remember we used to have collection challenges coming out of our ears mm -hmm. including evolving the yeah. entire pokedex thank god that wasn't a part of this hoenn tour event <laughs> yeah so some interesting opinions in. I think we're all kind of on the same page, but we did reach out to the incensed community to find out what their thoughts were. So we, we tweeted out the other day, with the global Hoenn tour now over, what are your thoughts and feelings about it? And we've got a good sort of couple of dozen replies on there. So let's just have a quick look at a couple of those. So I'll start. Friend of the show, Cowboy Hat Caterpie said, I have a root canal scheduled nice. Thursday. That will probably enjoy more. <laughs> Gasly Girl said, I set my expectations so low, I met mine. That being said, this was easily the least fun out of the three tours for me, and I really hope they greatly improve next year. I'm going to pick a couple here. Uh, one some Ranger Majin, who says, I'll be honest, I had a pretty good time. Mostly due to our local group, but I like the rotating spawns and raids. The wild lats were cool. I would have liked some more bonuses, but the global event was free. So, overall good. Rudax tweeted, 
for a free event, it was really good. I'd be interested to know, would most pay for more boosted shinies and bonuses like the Vegas event? And that's a bit of a question there. And someone responded off the bat, Vengeance just said, yeah, I would. (laughs) (laughs) I think people would have paid for them, actually. I think people would have paid a ticket if they got more bonuses. I think a lot of people would, genuinely. Magpie Malcolm has said, either make it a raid day or a catch day. The catches were lackluster and the raids were hard with minimal rewards. Tier 6 difficulty, but almost Tier 3 rewards. Yeah, you're not wrong. The raid rewards were shockingly bad, mm. actually. Our people were struggling <laughs> to the catch them as well. Was really the one. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you had two run on you, didn't you, actually, on the Saturday? Yep. Uh, and David Robertson says, more of a chore than an event. And if the raids are that brutal, at least give us decent amount of potions and revives. Yeah, one thing I'd like to add on, actually. Who said that, Milo? David Robertson. I would agree with David. I cannot wait for just normal Groudon and Kyogre to come back because those primals like I did one of them with seven people and yes. I'm talking yeah, yeah, seconds same. especially Kyogre like yeah. if, if they are gonna like implement stuff like this you need to change to invite five to ten or even fifteen like it's ridiculous because how you, you if, if I went to a raid by myself and invited five friends and all five joined with mm. six people we might not have been able to even bloody do yeah. how does that even make sense that makes no sense whatsoever they're all about inclusivity and you know trainers of all mm. levels yeah very weird but we can talk about that another time um so I've got one here from pen pal Simon <laughs> was completely bladdered throughout the whole entire events and no idea what happened i really need to go to rehab after that weekend could have beat a guzzlord and a gulpin in a drinking contest nice and then one here from sea princess hnb i find it hard to figure out niantic's goals they say they want to encourage community play but they don't give an incentive for the community to play together so many people played one or two hours got Mm. bored and bounced do they know they catch more flies with honey? <laughs> and it's true, isn't it? It really is true. It is. So looking at those sort of feedback quotes there, I'd say it's probably 75% were fairly kind of on the negative side and maybe 25%. Well, yeah, we had, we had fun. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Which, which is understandable. But Mark, looking outside your window, what, what's that I can see? Is that... Is that... Is that... Is that Mark's home? Ian, it's, it's a new window now. Well, it might be your window, actually. Uh, I can't see my own path through my window. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Majestic. That'd be, that'd be um, concerning. <laughs> it's your rising hero. Oh, I like it. I like that. New season. <laughs> the rising hero. So the question was it, was, it was a great question at the beginning. I do like the getting to know you questions. We've done, well, we've done over 100 of them, haven't we, now? Mm. It's, sometimes it's hard to find. 108. So which of these countries would you like to visit? Mm-hmm. And again, no context on it. Um, and before we read the results, we'll go to some of the responses very quickly. Shan's put on it. Okay, so someone's obsessed with Grim the Finnish Lapham from Svalbard on TikTok <laughs> like me. That's who I was on about. Thank you so much. Noise. Also, <laughs> also disappointed that Massful27 didn't suggest Australia. Come on, mate. <laughs> Spidiana said, husband and I honeymooned in, honeymooned in Rome. Would love to go again and see more of the country. Reviews from the tub. Mark's poll is really getting around the EU. I assume they're all in the EU. <laughs> I'm an American and have no concept of foreign affairs. I do love Chinese food, though. <laughs> I love our listeners. I, I love our listeners. Um, I am Pyrus has said, road trip in Italy, ready? <laughs> yes, Francesco. <laughs> a little gift from an Italian man going, mamma mia. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, Sue's put her as ninja. How can I vote against visiting the home of the Italian tripod? <laughs> Italy for the win. Nice. And I'm, I'm going to put this one on. Raiders United has also tweeted, what's so good about Iceland? What am I missing out on? Isn't it basically a huge refrigerator? Very akin to farm foods. <laughs> oh, dear goodness gracious. And also, Nikki Brown's got a bit of a vendetta against Iceland, from what I can see. He says, Iceland, because I want to stand on the summit of the volcano that ruined my holiday trip to Greece with his relentless ash. <laughs> oh, that was a callback. Yeah. Well done, Nikki. So, we're going to start in reverse order. We asked our listeners on Twitter, our followers on Twitter, I should say, what they would go for. We had 112 votes. That's not bad for an hour. people on the poll. Wow, Mark, that's we actually had good. 17 retweets. Ooh. That's all right. Yeah. So, in fourth place, with 5% of the vote, Romania. That's right. In third place, with 15%, was Svalbard. I did put in brackets, Google it. <laughs> Google it. So You're making them work. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, but guy, am I, am Got you a podium I, spot. I had a Norwegian flag next to it as well. I put the flags next to all the all the options, so it was close. In second it's place, between Coots and me, with thirty six percent of the vote, Iceland. <laughs> nice. Of course, it is. Of course, it is. <laughs> Which means with forty four percent of the vote and the <sighs> dub tonight goes to Mister Ian with. Italy. So who's coming to Italy with it's me then, boys? Italy's a... Stelvio passes in Italy, so yes, yes let's some, do it. some good driving roads. Exactly. So we are heading towards the end of tonight's show, and of course we couldn't end it without everyone's favourite. Of the week. Yes, so I'll jump in first. I've got one here from Vape Jesus <laughs> Seventeen. Oh, I apologise. That might be Vape Jesus. I apologise if I got that wrong. At Incense Podcast, hashtag Shinies of the Week. During the carnival on, is it El Habela, an island close to St. Paulo, Brazil, I hatched a shiny smooch, <laughs> oh, smooch um, that I directly evolved into Jinx. I couldn't but notice the clear resemblance between the Pokemon and some people in my near vicinity. So, um, so yeah, that's awesome. Got a shiny smoochum. Mad. I'll go next. Kels Langers has messaged in as she gave Marky a run for his money. Trolled by shiny Pika during her winter. Laughing emoji. Hashtag shiny of the week. Hashtag Pogo. Hashtag Pokemon Go. Hashtag shiny Pokemon. Eight. <laughs> yes, eight of the event Pikas and a good sort of mix. Mainly, actually, the, uh, the bow one. The bow and the yeah, beanie. Yeah, only two of the beanie, but six bow Pikachu. Smashed wow. it. Mad. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give a shout out to somebody who was also with us for the global tour on the Saturday. Del Hazard X actually saying thanks for the shout out on the podcast at Pogo Miley UK. He's retweeting from 107. Everyone go and listen and pop an incense. You may be as lucky as me, though it was hatched, but it still counts, and it is shiny relicanth definitely shiny yeah amazing shiny so this one this is a stack of shinies if ever i saw them but emlf 2022 has tweeted us and said didn't have high expectations for today but i am chuffed with this bunch hashtag shines for the week in no particular order, Shiny Spoint, Shiny Lunatone, Shiny Welmer, Shiny Pikachu with the bow, Shiny Zangu, Shiny Gulpin, Shiny Phoebus, Shiny Gulpin, Shiny Spiper, 
and shiny Pikachu with the bow again. Wow. Lovely and little breeze. collection there. <laughs> Wait, is that Ten from, shinies. Is that from the weekend? That's from uh, Hoenn Global. Wow, GGs. So thank you to everyone for sending in your shinies of the week. And don't forget, you can also send us a voice message through WhatsApp. And that voicemail can be anything. And we have actually had a few texts through WhatsApp asking how to send voice messages through WhatsApp. So Coops, do you want to give them a quick rundown of how nice. to send a voice message through WhatsApp? Mr. Voice Note. Yeah, I can do. So Noise. if you click on... Obviously, when you type in our number and you click on our chat, on the bottom right-hand side, there should look like uh, a little microphone. And all you do is you just hold that button down and then you release it after you've sent the voice note. Um, And if you want to, when you're holding it down, if you swipe up, you'll see that it actually locks the voice note. Then you can let go of the screen, continue, 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 record, record, record. Incense Podcast, you're amazing. I love you. You're the best Pokemon Go podcast in the world. Whatever you want to say, all the best things, then you just literally press the blue button. And I apologize. If you have an Android, um, first of all, you shouldn't have one. I've got no idea if voice notes work the same. (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) They work exactly the same. So it's dead simple. It's dead simple. So please do that for us. And you'll need the number. So for the voice messages in WhatsApp, do not call us. We won't answer. Do not text us. We won't reply. But if you do send us a voice message, it will be played in the show. And that number is... Nice. Plus four four seven five nine two six nine five six nine six. Now, we'd like to thank you all for listening. And if you are new here... Welcome. We did meet a few new people in Vegas, so if you're listening for the first time, thank you for being here. But we'd truly like to thank everyone that supports the show through our Patreon. So if you are on the bronze or silver tiers, thank you very much from all four of us. However, if you are on the gold tier, then we honestly can't thank you enough. And a lot of you gold tier members are actually on our YouTube live streams. That's one of the perks of being a gold member. You can actually listen to the train wreck that is the live recordings before we edit it nicely into the normal show. And to our gold tier patrons, we call you out by name. So, Herms Ninja, JB, Clifford Mert, Darby Russ, Kerry and Zachary, Connolly, Don the Ragnarok, ML Falk 2022, Apex underscore 187, Professor 58, K Technigal and Mufti, thank you so much. It's you guys that allow us to make this show to the quality that we want. And it also helps us being able to get to live events as well because we do reinvest the money we get from the Patreon back into the show in in one way, shape or form. And if you'd like to join the Patreon, we have tiers starting at £1.50. Just find us at patreon.com forward slash incense podcast. And finally, if you haven't hit that plus button, the follow button, or given us a five-star review, it's dead simple to do so. So literally just do that for us. Coops will sleep well at night. And I believe you've got some news for us, Coops. I'm not no? talking about it. I-, I can't. Did we drop that back down again? I'm not talking about it. I said that. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> okay. Five-star reviews on Spotify because Coops is literally... He was so ecstatic the other day when we hit five stars, but it looks like we may have fell back down to 4.9. For, for literally about 20 minutes. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> good news. What? what? CV Spotlight Hour next Tuesday on March the 7th. And on that terrible disappointment, we'll catch you next week. I choose you!